0: hello roomies hello. we're back hey. hello we been a long at... time, but we yeah. did not leave you <laughs> just had a lot happening you know right life happens mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we're back yes and we're back with a pretty big movie um human movie yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, I gotta change my fire. Is that my fire alarm? No, <laughs> that that's like- mine. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's hope nothing happens while we're recording, at least. Um- <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so we're back. I'm Maria. This is Lindsay. We are former college roommates who also really love movies. Lindsay studied film and I was a film reviewer for like 20 years. And so the idea of Rumi's Review the Movies is that we each pick a movie the other hasn't seen, so we can talk about it. And I would like to pick, you know, some, some kind of classic or maybe even some kind of underground movies that were maybe super hits, you know? Yeah. And this week, I chose for Lindsay to watch The Mummy from 1999, which I remember seeing in theaters and absolutely loving. So 1999, what was that? 15, 16 years old? Yeah. 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 16. Yeah. 16, probably. Um, yeah. But yes, I remember that very much uh, in one particular scene, but we'll get to that later. So, this is Lindsay's first time ever seeing The Mummy. Uh, in my head, it was a big movie as I remember it. Like, you know, because you had Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss, and it was like this action adventure and romance film. There was nothing really like that happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, at the time like the only thing that was even kind of comparative would have been indiana jones and that had been over for many many years right Right. Mm -hmm. and you just weren't getting a lot of movies like this right the next movie that kind of that i'm thinking of that reminds me of this kind of genre that came out that was also a big hit is pirates of the caribbean okay you know yeah like action adventure movies just kind of i don't know they just Action adventure, as in like going to a different location and like that kind of thing, right? So, Mm -hmm. not just your regular kind of like uh, action film with just lots of fights. Yeah. Uh, But what did you, what, what, this was your first time seeing The Mummy?
1: Yes, it was my first time. I haven't seen any of the movies in the franchise.
0: None of, oh, well, that's okay. This is the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it was my first time. I was uh, talking to my nephew about this and Mm -hmm. he's, and uh, you know, he's like almost 10 years younger than me. So I was like, how old were you seeing this movie? (laughs) You know? And uh, he's like, the only one I've seen is a Scorpion, that I really recall is a Scorpion King. I was like, oh no, let's go back and watch the movie. Scorpion King was like the Rock's first big film. Yeah. And if you think the special effects and this one, have aged oh my god the scorpion king was not even that great looking when it came out oh yeah
1: okay because i remember
0: that being a big deal yeah because it was like the rock's first big film right right
1: right yeah but i even remember the mummy returns with the rock being in the beginning being a big deal too Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think Maybe because everybody loved The Rock so
0: much. Yeah, he was super popular.
1: Yeah, that just anything he did was a big deal.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been that way up until Black Adam.
1: <laughs> oh, Black like Adam didn't hit like it was supposed to?
0: No. Black Adam bombed. And did he? Yeah, a lot of it. Well, a lot of people are saying a lot of it had to do with a lot of the like, demands that The Rock wanted to do. Mm. uh like he he wanted to because black adam's supposed to be like a um well we'll get into that we can review black adam at a later date but let's right, right, right. get into like you know the plot a little bit so the mummy know, 1999 we've got rachel weiss it's actually a remake of the 1932 film which i've never seen um, can't, I can't oh. okay. uh, <laughs> Um, but so yeah. So we got Rachel Weiss and we have got Brendan Fraser, and we've got John Hannah, our Ar- Arnold Vosloo, right? Kevin O'Connor, Jonathan Hyde. Um, everybody in this movie does a really great job to me. What they're doing. Um, just like even like kind of watching some of it this this morning. Like, uh, they, Rachel Weiss, her first scene. She's like a librarian, right? Her first mm-hmm. is actually like a stunt because she's trying to reach these books on this high shelf and she's on the yeah. ladder which should be like a triangle ladder you know have that solid base at the, but it doesn't and she has to basically be on stilts like pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like I know she don't think she gonna reach this.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like why <laughs> do they oh. I know they had to have the technology for a steady ladder back then. Come on it's just letter.
1: yeah yeah i was just like she cannot think that she's gonna reach this like this is not real
0: and (laughs) but i was like oh this is a stunt like i I just hadn't thought about it before and i was like she like actually starts Mm -hmm. off kind of like with an action thing but it fits Mm -hmm. you know because she's a librarian and um oh my goodness my computer is freaking out on me right now but anyway so She's she's an Egyptologist, I guess she would call it. You know, she's she's can speak uh, ancient Egyptian and read ancient Egyptian, and you mm-hmm. know, very smart and studious and curious. And uh, she, you know, like uh, as we said, opens up with the action action scene. But the stunt, she falls over onto the bookshelf. All these bookshelves fall in like dominoes, right? Yeah. And luckily, yeah. she wasn't squished. Yeah. You know? Right. But, you know, she can't really work too much at the library anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. really, the whole movie opens up in ancient Egypt. We're in Thebes, And the priest, Imhotep, is having an affair with the pharaoh's mistress, Moon. And, uh, you know, the pharaoh finds out about this. And how he does it is Moon is painted. So she's, like, got this gold body paint. And then on top of that, some black Paint and decorations looks really cool, and uh, you know, they, they're they just so in love, whatever if they don't care, they're defying the pharaoh and they're kissing and everything. And he touches her shoulder and it smudges the paint, so that's how you know, pharaoh gets confirmation that she's been touched by somebody else, mm-hmm. you know. And I saw your live tweeting, you were like, Europeans, <laughs> in yeah. I was like, Yeah, I would never uh, be okay with that. Yeah, never. this, yeah, I don't blame you at all. I was like, This is the <laughs> Uh, This is probably my only favorite movie of white people being in Africa. Like, this is, yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I can see why. (laughs) You know, because like Tarzan or whatever. Like, what? Like, anyway, yeah. At least with this one, you do get people who are supposed to be, you know, people who live there, (laughs) who are actual stars yeah in uh, the cast but like it would be great to have more movies about africa starring africans
1: yeah yeah because you know um when they fast forward to the time frame that the majority of the movie is in i can see those people being like ambiguous or looking more like how they look in egypt today mm-hmm. but Back in Pharaoh's
0: time, we all
1: know they look like us. So I would really prefer for the casting to look more like us.
0: Yeah. At least, you know, brown, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because, I mean, at at the time, like, Egypt was a big, you know, metropolitan area. So you would see people who of all different colors and stuff like that. But, Mm. um, come on. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, and like, what am I thinking about? Oh, there's a, uh, Docu, there's like a docu-series or something like that. I think it's on Netflix about Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. And they've cast a dark skinned black woman, which yeah. is nothing like what Cleopatra looked like. Um, but also, who cares? Because you put Elizabeth, you know, what's her name? Right. You
1: know, they're getting sued. For they're that, getting, right? yeah, they're
0: getting a lot of fun <laughs> for that. Um, because you know, anti blackness unites the world, apparently. But, yeah. uh, it's worse.
1: I mean, it's worse outside of the U.S., so... Oh,
0: God. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, you know, I mean, you put white people playing Egyptians forever, so, you know... Right. Nobody
1: better than I.
0: Little black person player, what does it matter, really? Because we all, we know, she, like, there are lots of, like, depictions and stuff like that. We know she was actually from, uh, her family was from Greece and everything, so they're not gonna be dark-skinned, you know, um... Mm-hmm. You, I would definitely be like well they're definitely not going to be white because they've been there for so long they've you know definitely intermarried right. people who are from Egypt um, right. but whatever let black people do this <laughs> like mm. you done it you done it for everybody else yellow face black face these are all things for a particular reasons. you know who cares Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah for sure the people who are in ancient Egypt should be at least brown if not dark right you can right. see it in the depictions of the people they paint like um in their tombs for the for the kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right, right. And then furthermore, I mean, we're in the Sahara
1: Desert with no shade, so the most I mean, the least is tan is a really, really, really good tan. You know, you what gotta I mean? get
0: some melanin. It'll thrive out there. You know,
1: right, right. So yeah, yeah. White people in the Sahara Desert for centuries. That's not. Yeah. It's not. Technically, it's not making sense. So. <laughs> but yeah, as we digress. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so you know, the pharaoh discovers that Oxana Moon and Emotep are having this affair. Also, this fair is supposed to be Ramses II, which is interesting to me. But uh, same, mm-hmm. same dude from uh, uh, the animated movie we watched uh, with Moses and everything. Uh, shoot, yeah,
1: yeah, yes, I, I remember it, but I forgot the name of we... Prince
0: of Egypt. That's right, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm so same guy um mm-hmm. and they're like so over it uh when he catches them they kill the pharaoh right mm-hmm. and uh and and the moon's like <laughs> she gets one line but it's a great line and she's like his body mm-hmm. my body is no longer his temple i was like well i can't really be mad at her for that uh mm-hmm. yeah because because his bodyguards burst into the room and everything and they they kill her and she tries to get Imhotep out of there because she's like, "You're the only one who can resurrect me," you know. And but they they capture Imhotep and they they bury him alive and they they fill his tomb with all these flesh eating scarabs and they make it so that he'll be immortal, basically, like in just mm-hmm. in pain for eternity and bury him at the feet of the statue of Anubis to watch over him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. And you know they place this curse, you know, on his tomb, and they they seal the sarcophagus and everything, and with a key, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, but it's like uh, the curse will also like make him pretty much invincible if he should ever rise. And I feel mm-hmm. like this is just not in the bang for your buck. Like I just like, mm-hmm. why why do we give him the possibility of being yeah. in, invincible? <laughs>
1: right, right.
0: Let's just let him rest forever in peace. You know, you know I mean, he's not here anymore, so why?
1: Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, so, of course, you know, he's gonna get resurrected, but that's why we're here. We're here for the adventure, right? Right? Um, so, uh, the rest of the movie takes place in 1926, and Evelyn is Rachel Vice's character's name. I may be calling her Evelyn or Rachel Weiss, depending on <laughs> just it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Um, so She's a librarian aspiring Egyptologist, as we said before, working in this museum where she, you know, dominoes all the bookshelves. Mm -hmm. She's
1: definitely there for her book smarts.
0: Yeah, for sure. And her brother is, uh, I don't know, he's kind of an opportunist, I guess. Mm. Uh, He's he's sharp, very charming guy, right? A little bit of a scammer, Mm -hmm. maybe. And, uh, you know, he's looking for the city of Hamanaptra. There's supposed to be all this gold, you know, whatever. He wants to get rich, like a lot of Europeans who came to Egypt did during Mm -hmm. this time. There was, you know, a lot of grave robbing, basically. I mean, and people, you know, stole all kinds of stuff from the Egyptian tombs. They even took mummies' bodies and ground them up. There was a specific paint called Mummy Brown that was made of ground-up mummy this is true. Okay. Um they even ground up mummy bones and took them as medicine. What? okay. Yeah. 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 And this is like kind of in history anywhere where you get the whole idea of Egyptians kind of being white or looking lighter or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Because Europeans came in and they saw all these incredible things and they're like there's no way Africans did this. You right? Can't. Can't be yeah you know. um so all that kind of stuff is happening in real life, but it opens up um with them you know trying to find find this city this we've got this map, we're gonna find homenoptera, you know, whatever, but we need this guy who's in jail right now, and that guy is Rick O'Connell, who's played by uh <laughs> Brendan Fraser. and Brendan was like they were doing this, they were in some kind of battle, this skirmish. And uh, thankfully for Wikipedia is letting me know it's, uh, you know, the French Foreign Legion. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was in the French Foreign Legion and they're like, it looks like they're battling against some locals. um, Probably also looking for Hamunaptra and everything, right? He gets captured. He gets put in jail. We also meet uh, his buddy Benny, uh, who is also kind of a scammer, right? Mm. (laughs) Looking for treasure, whatever. Mm. Um, Very um, he has a strong sense of survival, right? Anything happens, he's like, I'm living. So whatever that takes. <laughs> like, right. like before the battle gets started, he actually just runs away. And it's like, yeah, I can't really blame you. Who wants to go to war? Um, yeah. You know. So he's in jail. And she's destroyed the books. And so we've got to get together to, like, fix the situation. We're going to find Hamonatra. Go to the prison. Her and her brother to find him. Um, and... She's trying to get him out of jail and they're like, No, we're hanging him. And they don't really even know why. (laughs) Like, (laughs) not even really sure what what crime he's committed, but whatever, he's in prison. He's gonna be hanged. Right, right. But eventually she's able to get him to be released, and they start this adventure and they're on a boat where they're gonna go, you know, this the cruise, uh big old barge boat, I guess.
1: Mm. And
0: um cuz oh, because there's actually like this jungle cruise movie with the rock that this ship reminds me of it came out like a couple (laughs) years ago did not do too well oh
1: wow okay uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) so they're they're on this boat uh and he uh brendan find rick finds benny there and uh not too happy about finding benny there (laughs) so he throws him overboard uh, meanwhile, Evelyn's, you know, researching everything about Hamanaptra, the snap, all this kind of stuff, and Rick sees wet footprints headed towards her room. He's like, "So, who climbed the boat from the water, <coughs> right?" And it's 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 these uh, guardians, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so these guardians, uh, they call the Medja or meji Mejai, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it, right? Um, they want to make sure nobody resurrects Emotet. That's their whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why they're there. They, 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 because there's also a bunch of Americans who are also looking for Hamanoptera, who are also on the ship. So they're like, we burn the ship, nobody can go, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they burn the ship. The map gets burned up, but uh, Rick is like, I've got the map in my head. I know where we're going, you know. Um, so they eventually make it. They get there. Uh, both parties get there. Uh, there, there was this great scene where they're both holding guns on each other, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, Evelyn knows what exactly what they're looking for, unlike the Americans who know exact who don't really know exactly what they're looking for. So she's like, "Hey, right. we can all dig in different areas, you know, whatever. Whoever gets mm-hmm. it works, is fine." So that works. And eventually, they actually dig under the statue and. They have no idea about Emotep. They don't know that, you know, whatever that he's there. They're looking for this treasure, right? Mm-hmm. And his sarcophagus drops from the sky, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's how they find it. And uh, let's see, there's another guy who's traveling with the Americans. And he's looking, he's found like the scarabs, right? So it's they look beautiful. They look like, he calls them blue gold. You know, it's like, oh, I gotta get some of these. But what's funny is this is a guy who expresses several times before they go into the tomb that he hates bugs. Yeah. I was like why would I guess you know money yeah. over bugs. okay fine yeah <laughs> exactly
1: what it is yeah
0: right so he's picking all these scarabs off the wall and these scarabs are like they're they look like they're inlaid in the wall like they're gold and blue and everything they look beautiful um mm-hmm. but they're inlaid on this depiction of a man with his arms up screaming <laughs> like, <laughs> my guy pay attention to the warning like you yeah. know but whatever he's mm-hmm. picking these off the wall putting them in his bag and everything he picks one off the wall and it falls to the ground it opens up and there's a live scarab inside it gets into his shoe and into his skin and crawls up through his chest and into his brain and it's just like
1: Ugh. yeah <laughs> i was just like so you didn't feel that crawling your shoe he, he i he felt yeah. it pretty quickly Um, It seemed like he didn't feel it until it was in his skin,
0: but it seemed like that happened pretty quickly too. Yeah, you know, didn't take it didn't take too long. Um, Yeah, but as soon
1: as it started digging in the shoe, I would have been
0: like, "Oh shoot!" You know, but no, it seemed like it went through the shoe and directly into the skin. Yeah, me, and he started shaking. Like, what is that? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and this time, you know, we have. Evelyn and Rick and her brother, and um, you know, looking at the sarcophagus and reading it, finding out who's inside. Like, they see the key where that should go and everything, uh, Mm -hmm. but they don't open it um, because there's (laughs) there's too many other things going on. And you have the Americans also looking for things, and they hear the guy who, who was getting the scarabs like screaming. And he runs past them and runs directly into a wall, and just mm-hmm. you know, passes out dead or whatever. And they're like, "Okay, that's that's not good, you know, no, not not good at all." Not, <laughs> you know. So, they actually uh, they're looking for two books, right, to help. And so there's these two books. You have the Book of the Dead, right, the Black Book of the Dead, which is the one that Imhotep needs to read to, needs to bring. Uh, his Oxana Moon back to life, and then you have like this gold book as well. Well, the gold book is the one that he needs to bring her back to life. One, the other one needs to be read to bring him back to life. Of course, Evelyn finds that one and reads it out loud. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was like, girl, all your Egyptology, and you're like, yeah, let me just read this out loud. You could, you right. could read, we could read to ourselves, you're right? But we all had to know what she was saying. So (laughs) uh, you gotta have, gotta let the movie happen. Right, right. So she reads it out loud, and it brings Imhotep back to life. You know, Mm. because they had actually opened his tomb and everything by this time, and they see his, you know, his, his desiccated body, and they're like, it looks like he's still, he's still decayed. Yeah, after all these thousands of years.
1: Right, and they um, discovered that he was buried alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I don't see how people was like doing that like I there's no way I would be inter uh, interrupting a tomb, you know, or disrupting rather a tomb. there's no way
0: well you know you're you're a discoverer, right
1: If you want to put it under the label of discovery cool, but mm-hmm. there's Seems like like
0: looting and gray robbing to me, but okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah like i'm not playing around with that i'm not at all seems like they're at peace maybe i should leave them there right you
1: know and everything that was buried with them
0: because i don't want no problems or even you know look at it and then just put it back (laughs) if you're gonna do it just put it back
1: yeah right 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 like as soon as somebody told me that this is somebody's gravesite, i would have walked the other way i don't care what is there or nothing because it's in there for a reason and i don't want to disrupt it right. i don't want them kind of problems
0: my life was just fine like i don't right so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. but that's and, just me you know you get a lot of this um kind of like the curse of the mummy whatever from the whole mm. superstition around king tet and um you know, the, the supposed curse that's on his sarcophagus and everything, and how people who discovered his tomb or related to the discovery of his tomb died, you know, not too long after discovering it. But it was really all unconnected, like just like very typical things that would have happened. Or maybe they want us to think it was unconnected. Well, the thing is, people have made up the story, right? It made it seem like real, like um more mysterious than it really is. Like uh Lord Carnarvon discovered discovered the tomb Never and then he died and then while, while while he died his dog in England howled at his death. You know stuff like that. And it's like okay. Yeah. All, right.
1: Yeah. All right, well never mind. It. Right.
0: <laughs> so they um uh, a couple of things that this movie does that's pretty interesting is like using historical figures, like Emotep was real, Ramsey II was real, and then also they kind of you know talk about mummification in a real way, so mm-hmm. where they would you know insert a stick through your nose to take to take out your brains, and then your other organs would be in these uh, mm-hmm. in these jars, canopic jars, that so you would have you know different figures and gods on and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and so. They need, he needs, uh, Emotep needs all of those jars to re- resurrect Ox on the Moon, right? And so he's been activated because Evelyn read the book, and mm-hmm. now he's trying to find everyone who opened his tomb because he needs to rebuild his body, and to do mm-hmm. that, he has to take it from the people who opened his tomb. So he mm-hmm. catches up to one American, he takes his tongue and his eyes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And like in your uh, in your uh, tweet thread, you were talking about the CGI that looking that great. Oh God,
1: it, it was so terrible.
0: It's not that bad though. I mean, for the movie, it's almost thirty years old. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I give it that. I give it that, part, but it didn't age well. I think it did. I, well, some parts are better than others, right? Okay. So the CGI, when it comes to like the mummy himself, mm-hmm. is a lot better than the CGI that comes to like you know backgrounds and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Like especially when they're doing like the CGI for like ancient Egypt, mm-hmm. it's definitely like this is giving CGI. Um, yeah. But when it comes to like him as a monster and mummy rebuilding his face and stuff like that, I think they do a really good job.
1: Yeah. No, they did. They did do better. And I mean, <clears throat> I'm again, I'm looking at it in a 2023 eye. Yeah. So I'm sure it would have looked better back in 99.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we think about other movies that came out in 99, if we were to watch them today and compare it with mummy special effects, I mm. think you'd have a really good, like, oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So, he's resur- resurrected. He's gotten his eyes and his tongue. He's still searching for these people. You know, we find out that uh, he's scared of cats, because cats... <laughs> you know, guardians of the underworld. So I was like, okay, well, uh, good reason to get a cat, <laughs> you know, just in case you never know. I mean, yeah. of course, if you don't do any grave robbing, you you're probably fine. Uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they have these these Americans who are you know supposed to be different from uh Rick Rick's Americanness, right? So these group of Americans that they were kind of like a rival discovery group are much more like. Um, your typical ideal of Americans in a foreign land is kind of like pigheaded, uh, self-assured, not curious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they just like take unnecessary risks, loud, brash, all that kind of thing, right? right. I mean, they know what's best,
1: right? Right.
0: And uh, of course, they all get decimated uh, <laughs> by mm-hmm. the mummy trying to, you know, rebuild his body. And there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of good special effects to me in this way like um, while he's you know looking like a decomposing body he has this mask over his face which is really great um, and then like wears gloves and like this long black flowing robe so you can't see him mm-hmm. um, which but it makes him look ominous at the same mm-hmm. time as like we can actually use an actor and not have to use so much CGI here right 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 um, so uh he actually the mummy, Imhotep, actually kind of like recruits Benny because he's gonna, at first, he's gonna kill Benny, right, and take his flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Benny has like these tons of necklaces from different religions and starts, you know, trying to appeal to the mummy with these different sayings, with these mm-hmm. different religions and stuff like that. And uh, eventually he pulls up a Star of David and starts making in Hebrew. And then, um, Imhotep recognizes it so he's like oh well i'll keep you around cuz at least i can talk to you <laughs> right yeah yeah i
1: think he said that um the language of the slaves yeah yeah
0: he's like oh the language of the slaves okay you yeah. know mm-hmm. he's like well you work for me and i'll i'll give you gold or whatever and mm-hmm. benny's big greedy guy like so he's like yeah sure okay and also he doesn't want to die so you right. <laughs> know like, yeah, yeah. So, didn't have not too much choices. of a choices right, right. So he helps him catch up with the, the uh, the Americans, and you know he's also trying to run away too because he's really like not feeling the situation. And um, Evelyn's actually in this hotel because like uh, with the Americans, the Americans are supposed to be helping protect her and stuff. And of course they don't. And uh, Rick has left with her brother to try and find this other book, you know, and they don't. And- <laughs> you know uh and at this at this point you get the like these special effects of emotep like coming in and out of rooms as like a gust of sand mm-hmm. which i thought was really cool you uh,
1: know did you see my tweet about this
0: no what did you say i said every
1: time i saw the sand i'm thinking that michael jackson's about to bust out singing remember the time
0: <laughs> <laughs> and when did that come out
1: um 92 91, 92. because mm-hmm. it was on the Dangerous album, and mm.
0: that came out in ninety one. I want to say, so yeah. yeah. But I thought I thought it was really cool, good idea, and also he takes all the sand with him, so you don't have to vacuum. Great, right, wow. <laughs> right. I
1: just I just knew Michael Jackson was about to bust out saying, "Do you remember?" Like every time I saw it,
0: oh my Sorry. gosh, just gotta, <laughs> just gotta make a little like TikTok of the characters from the movie looking up, and you are like, da Da-da-da.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just knew he was gonna bust an A count to a new Jack swing beat.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah. But um, let's see. So uh he at the at the time what he starts doing, well what starts happening while the while Imhotep is getting you know his body together is the plagues of Egypt from you know from the Bible from from you know Prince of Egypt. So, the first thing that happens, of course, is the uh, solar eclipse, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next thing that happens is uh, the locust plague. So he, so Imhotep is looking for this book. He's also looking for Evelyn because he's got it in his mind that Evelyn is like the reincarnation of Oksana Moon, right? So he's also trying to get to her, which is just like, oh, he just really loves her, you know. He just wants. Wants the sun and moon back you know that's all they just want to be together yeah. um <laughs> and uh but of course you know evelyn's terrified uh so but while he's looking for her he runs into some of the americans and stuff and he releases the plagues right so he releases all these uh um, locusts basically and they start attacking the people and and then the people get uh boils and everything which is another part of the plagues right Mm -hmm. and they turn basically like into his servants you know and uh trying to find these people that he's looking for um and they're just chanting his name while moving through the streets you know Mm -hmm. and um this is one thing that stuck with me since the first time i saw the movie is like benny not benny but um the brother gets caught out there, right? He's caught out there with all these people who are looking for him mm-hmm. in this party. And they're all chanting tap. and he's like, oh, he can't get out. He can't, you know, he's trapped. And mm-hmm. so he just decides to start doing the same thing. So he just walks <laughs> along with him <laughs> saying tap, and it works! Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's so smart! <laughs> right,
1: right, right.
0: I love that so much. It was just hilarious to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So we, you know, so they they find out that the book uh for uh, uh Amun Ra's book was just made a pre-orgold, which is one they're looking forward to. Uh the one that Imhotep is looking for to resurrect Oksana Moon. They find out where it is. Evelyn finds it and the canopic jars that have her organs, Oksana Moon's organs in it. Um, and you know, while they're trying to dig it up, a lot of them are killed, you know, trying to get the stuff. And let me see here, oh my gosh, I was a little lost, <laughs> right, so you got the two plays and all that going on they they go to uh go to the museum and they're able to find out that to resurrect Oxana moon are gonna have to they're gonna have to sacrifice Evelyn, right yeah, so of course, we don't want that to happen like come on, <laughs>
1: yeah, and you know the whole time I was watching this movie. I was just thinking of Catherine Zeta-Jones. Like she looks just like her to me. You think so? Oh my god! Like there were some scenes where I was like, "This is Catherine Zeta-Jones." I don't care what nobody really?
0: Like, I don't yeah, think so. they look very different to me.
1: Oh gosh, yeah, they're like they could be twins to me. Like they look that much like
0: Catherine Zeta-Jones and Rachel Vice. Yes. Have you looked at them together? Not together, no. But. Okay yeah
1: yeah <laughs> ever since the ever since the library scene i was like oh my god is this catherine zeta jones like is she i had to go google it because i thought she was her
0: oh catherine zeta jones has like black hair and dark brown eyes and you know well, she could have
1: she very a wig. She context, context. <laughs> yeah i mean that she looked like her to me so yeah okay.
0: <laughs> all right all right, so, <laughs> so Evelyn believes that if the Book of the Dead brought him back to life, the Book of Amun-Ra can kill him again, and he's a- able to find out what, like, where they are in Hamanatra, and um, Evelyn agrees to accompany him. Like I'll go with I'll go with you. you leave everybody else alone. So we don't kill them because they've like pulled a gun on him, and like it's been proven by now, bullets are not having an effect on Ema. Right. So he doesn't. He's just standing there, like just staring at them. Like so, what do we gonna do? Like you know, right? Yeah.
1: you're pointing um, this at me like I'm supposed to be affected.
0: I was supposed scared! right? <laughs> so. You know, so they eventually leave and everything, and Emotep, of course, does not honor his word, and Rick and the others have to, you know, get out of there and fight their way out to to try and get her. And Terrence ends up sacrificing himself to ensure their escape. So that Terrence is the brother, so he's the one who's like Emotep, you know. So mm-hmm. he he's like the distraction while they leave. So uh, they actually recruit another guy, Captain Winston. Uh, who's a member a member of the Royal Air Force? cause there's a plane in this movie, like what? <laughs> like? Yeah, So he flies them back to Hamanatra in search of Emotep. But of course, Emotep's got magic. He's like invincible, you know whatever. So he makes a sandstorm in the in the shape of his face, like eating the plane. wild. Yeah, uh, you know, and of course, unfortunately that kills the pilots. <laughs> yeah, they have to get out. And so, while they're uh, preparing to ex- while they're preparing to sacrifice Evelyn, they bring Oxana Moon to to try and bring her back to life. Mm-hmm. Rick manages to rescue her after a brutal fight with Emotep's mummified priests, who are weirdly strong because they're really they're really just mummies, but they're super strong. But uh, also somehow not that hard to kill. Like,
1: <laughs> like yeah.
0: It's <laughs> very strange, unbalanced kind of thing. Yeah, right, um, right. So, Aksadamu's mummy is also slain during the fight, so she's not coming back. You know, mm-hmm. Evelyn eventually reads from the book of Amun-Ra, making Imhotep mortal, and he's fatally wounded by Rick. So, uh, one of the things I really like about this movie is how um Evelyn is not just a passive character. Right? She's she's mm-hmm. not there just to be rescued. She's not there just to fall in love with Rick. Right? She takes right. a lot of action and is shown to be very smart. You know, not just like ahead for books, but smart in the moment, like quick on her feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes a really good partnership for the two of them. And right. It's like I can see why they would like each other and yeah. why they work well together. Which is all I ask for any romance. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Um, they're not just thrown together for seemingly no reason. Um, yeah. So, Imitip you know, goes back to his mummy hide form and he's like pulled into this, like, not, he's pulled into this pool of like s- black souls that are from the underworld and they just pull him down. Kind of like ghost.
1: Yeah. Kind of like a mm. you
0: know, ghost. Um, it's, it's really creepy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he vows revenge and uh, Benny of course trying to save himself accidentally sets off like this self-destructive um like trap kind of thing because of course you always have booby traps <laughs> and uh, and everything is collapsing kind of like reminding me of like uh, aladdin when he takes mm-hmm. the genie lamp and like everything starts collapsing in the cave um
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: so but uh, he is he is also he's also killed by these fleshing scarabs which is a shame, But he's also, you know, duplicitous and like yeah. you, you can only trust him to save his life. Yeah. Right. And then they ride away on a pair of camels, not realizing the camels are full of Benny's stolen treasure.
1: Yeah. So leaving it open for the sequel.
0: Yes. Which uh, <laughs> they there were like how many? Three or four. And then uh, one of them was actually a prequel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But this movie was in development since the late 1980s. Oh, okay. Uh, and it took on many different, like, kind of forms. Like at one point, George Romero was tied to it, and then Clive Barker was tied to it, and a lot of the way they wanted to tell the movie, like, because there are like three or four different incarnations here, like in the production section of the Wikipedia, was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted it to be in America, right? A lot of the ideas for this film, they wanted it to be in like Beverly Hills or like in New York. Uh, at one point, they wanted to do it kind of like Jurassic Park, where scientists bring the mummy back, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was like, what? Why? <laughs> like, why make it in America? That seems so silly to me. But it was also supposed yeah. to be more kind of like in modern times rather than in 1926.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it makes more sense to have it in 1926.
0: It's. I think it's so much better. Yeah, um, and then you don't have to answer as many questions, of course. You know, she would if it were in modern times. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, you have a lot more room to like play around and everything. I just like, I think it's a much better idea to have it in nineteen twenty
1: six. Yeah, I agree, and um, yeah, uh, and I and I think that. Bringing it to America would have been stupid. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been very stupid. Yeah, um, you know, one thing that stuck out to me was that um, it was kind of like slapstick s comedy. Comedy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, I was watching it with a friend and I was just like, I would prefer for this movie to be less comedy. You and, want
0: to be more serious?
1: Yeah, and he was saying that there's the Tom Cruise version of Mummy m- 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 that's more serious. Oh,
0: so it's a different movie completely. It's not like this. It's just okay. called The Mummy, and uh, the okay. idea of what was what was happening with them. <laughs> interesting. What was happening with that particular movie is that they wanted to do a franchise. Uh, they wanted to kind of, like, do what Marvel was doing. And so it was supposed to okay. be, like, a franchise of old uh, horror movie, like, characters, right? Oh, okay. It's like, this whole kind of dark world thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have the Mummy, Frankenstein, Dracula, all your old kind of horror movie standbys. And it was supposed to, the Mummy was supposed to be the one that kicked that off.
1: Okay. Right?
0: And it failed miserably. Oh, okay. Critical and commercial failure, mm-hmm. which is why you don't really hear about it.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, because he tried to look it up, and um, yeah, you can only rent it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. at one point, they wanted the mummy to be kind of like a relentless Terminator like character, mm-hmm. right? And they, they wanted to have Daniel Day Lewis play the mummy. Mm. I was like. choice all right yeah (laughs) interesting interesting um and of course they had romero in it because like uh you know the mummy is a mummy he's undead and george romero is very famously known for night of the living dead right Mm -hmm. and uh, one of my favorite things uh in this movie in the beginning is right after they uh unknowingly or no they know at this point resurrect emotep and they're, they're, like, leaving, riding away from the tomb. You see his hand sticking from the sand, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to have it. You got to have it. Mm-hmm. If there's a zombie, you got to have a hand sticking mm-hmm. up in the ground. Like, come on. Even though there's really, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that was That's nostalgic. Right?
0: It's yeah. Just for that gag, which I was like, I love it. Mm-hmm. But um, I really like, well, I, you know, of course, being familiar with the movie, I really like the humor that they had in the movie. I mm-hmm. felt like it worked well. This was really, like, a, such a good vehicle for uh, Brendan Fasier and Rachel Weiss. Uh, like, Brendan is, like, so, he's charming, right? Mm-hmm. You can believe his action stuff. He's running around and doing flips and stuff. Like, yeah, you, you know, um, and after this movie, he just kind of, like, dropped off the radar for several reasons. One of them was that he was uh, assaulted, like sexually assaulted by someone in the industry. And, you know, it put him in a a deep depression. Wow. Which is one of the reasons he just kind of disappeared uh, until recently. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, when I was watching it, I was just like, I don't know if I would have picked him to lead such Mm -hmm. a big movie like this, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad they did, you know?
0: Yeah, he Um, pulled it
1: off. Yeah, he definitely pulled it off, but I just, I don't think I would have would have that would have been my vote. I don't think that would have been my vote. Yeah. But.
0: I mean it was definitely kind of well Brendan and, and and Rachel had been in films before they were you know on the comic or whatever but this was definitely probably their biggest films film uh, at the time mm-hmm. and um, Universal really needed a hit because at the time Babe Pig in the City that they were hoping would be their big tentpole did not work out mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. be their big tentpole uh, excuse me so that's when they decided to like go back to like 1930 scripts and see if we could make something old and new again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it was I liked it a lot. Like they they started in 1998. Filming took 17 weeks. They were in. They were actually in Morocco. You know, uh, they actually did film in the Sahara Desert, which is amazing. Ooh, okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, let's see. They had 15 million. For special effects alone,
1: yeah, I saw the budget was like eighty,
0: yeah, altogether, yeah. So the special effects were a big deal for this one. I remember when it came out, it was like, oh, bless you, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) It was, it was like seamless. Like when it came out, it was just like, whoa, Mm -hmm. everything looks really good. Of course, you know that's almost thirty years ago. You
1: Mm -hmm. know, like come on, yeah.
0: So of course it looks different now, (laughs) yeah, a little bit. So,
1: but uh, uh, on Rotten
0: Tomatoes it has like a sixty percent, you know, from the critics and everything. And then Metacritic gave it forty eight out of one hundred, mixed or average reviews. You got like kind of like a B, you know, score from everybody. Um, Roger Ebert uh, gave it a positive review, which which is nice to hear because it's like. Going through these movies and like seeing the Robert, the, the Ebert and Siskel reviews, it's just like sometimes they are just so off base. Like they don't, yeah, yeah, you know, like just wildly. Yeah.
1: I just go to them just to, you know, to hear how they articulate mm-hmm. things, not necessarily because I value their opinion.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, because
1: like you said, they could be completely off.
0: Because especially when it comes to like and, some of the black films we watch, like he, okay. they have they yeah. don't really know what they're talking about at all, but they're so confident. Yeah. They're so confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the movie was nominated for lots of uh, few awards, um, and two of them, one was like for best uh, music, and then also best makeup, um, okay. because they did a lot of practical effects. Even with like the CGI and special effects that they did, like a lot of the stuff was makeup and stuff, which is why, particularly when it comes to you know Emotep, it still looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Because they're doing you know practical effects as well, which I love because those are really the only ones that stand up to the test of time for the most part, unless like, you mm-hmm. spend a ton of money to do that. But hey, they spent that eighty million, right? Mm-hmm. And the box office was fourteen point um, sorry. 416.4 yeah. million
1: dollars. Skeet. I'm like, uh, what did I look like? Totally. <laughs> all right, all right.
0: <laughs> My bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a huge hit. Yeah, it
0: was a, huge a huge hit. hit. So, mm-hmm. what did you think of this movie? Did you have any? Do you remember this movie coming out? I do
1: remember this movie coming out. Um, it just wasn't something that I would be into at the time.
0: Did you think so. it was like a scary movie? Like, um, I know you don't really like horror films, that much. Yeah, no. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't remember if I what I thought. I just, I but I just do remember it coming out, and then I remember um, the sequel and how big of a deal it was to have the rock in the sequel. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: But yeah, I don't remember if I knew if it was horror or not. But um, yeah, it just didn't look like something that I was um wanted to see, so I didn't see
0: it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, now, funny, going back to what you were talking about before, when your friend looking up the other movie with Tom Cruise, they actually offered the role to Tom Cruise. Uh,
1: so that makes all the more sense why they had Tom Cruise in it.
0: Mm-hmm. They offered it to Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck. None who were interested or could like fit it into their schedule. Um. Hmm. But the folks saw, you know, Brendan Fraser in George of the Jungle and uh, they were really impressed. So they, they felt they gave it to him. Um, yeah. And I've never seen George of the Jungle. I was not interested in it. Yeah. Um, but I looking at this movie today and like seeing the scene in particular where he's in prison and his hair is all, you know, on his face, whatever, I was like, damn, didn't he play Tarzan or something? It was George of the Jungle.
1: And George of the Jungle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I
0: can, I can definitely
1: um, appreciate, you know, the casting director for picking Brendan Fraser, Mm -hmm. especially going through all those other names, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, like I said before, I probably wouldn't have thought of him, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm not a casting director, so they have that eye.
0: Yeah, they, you you know, and they use it to good effect here, in my opinion.
1: Mm hmm. I agree.
0: So what did you think of like the story and the characters?
1: Um, I thought it was a good story. It kind of re- like when they was um, releasing the plague and whatnot, it kind of reminded me of um, Exodus.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they were going so, for.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think I tweeted that as well. But, um, but yeah, but it was entertaining. It kept my um, attention. You know, so
0: do you see why uh, people liked it back then or mm-hmm.
1: yeah, because it kinda it kinda does remind you of um Indiana Jones and people love Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. So um and then people love action adventure and comedy and this was everything, you know. So and then people are fascinated with um mummies in Egyptian culture. Yeah,
0: ancient Egypt and stuff.
1: Yeah, so. So I definitely see the appeal. Yeah. Of why this was successful?
0: Do you think it could be remade today?
1: Um, I think it would be controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, certain aspects of it, but um, and I probably wouldn't do so much comedy. But, really? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would probably make it extremely dark and make it to where um, they would never want to uh, go rob back to Ethan's. graves. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> make it a lesson about grave robbing.
1: Yes, yes. I would definitely do it because that's. I just I can't get jiggy with this.
0: You know that's. You know what? Yeah, I don't blame you for that one. I feel like we yeah. could keep the humor, but also make like a, a little bit more serious in that regard. Or mm-hmm. uh, or maybe, you know, oh, because there was one thing people were talking about, like, because of course studios always want to reboot something that was successful. So right, right. Uh, they were talking about rebooting Indiana Jones and folks were like, mm. you know, like I don't yeah. what if we made an Indiana Jones that just like you know took the stuff from the museums and gave it back to people? <laughs> like you know, yeah. so like if we were to like remake the mummy, it could end with mm. an idea about that. Hey
1: Michael, yeah.
0: This,
1: Michael says, "Excellent episode, ladies. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We're trying to get back on it from being you know on a break. Yeah, you know, I I moved and everything, so that took a while to like get everything unpacked and settle in, set the office and stuff. Yeah. But we are back, and I'm ready.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We are back in full effect. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean that that would be a good um." twist Mm -hmm. to the whole indiana jones thing um but i don't i mean i guess we shall see on if they will tackle it a different way Mm
0: -hmm. Um, it could still be like really great because i think about that well you know if that um scene from black panther uh, Mm um Killmonger is like in the museum right?
1: right 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 I was thinking of that too.
0: Yeah. So if we just like had him like not go and try to take a Wakanda instead, just take things back to their homelands, mm-hmm. that would be cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And have that be the whole adventure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Try to get it to its rightful owners. Yeah. You know? So, yeah.
0: But yeah, so it was, you know, it was successful. People really liked it. It definitely made over, you know, three times what it made to, to to uh, make the film so you know block Mm. off the success with that um so of course there were sequels and spinoffs because why tell a new story i don't know uh so (laughs) you had the mummy returns in 2001 and then you had scorpion king you had mummy tomb of the dragon empire emperor which i did not see takes place in china um and then you have, uh, oh, there was a TV anime, a TV series, which I also saw when I was looking at Peacock, which I had no, I didn't remember this at all. Yeah. Um, called I the Mummy. Saw that too. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Then there was. I had sp- two
1: seasons of that too.
0: Yes. Yeah. And there was a spinoff prequel with the Scorpion King. That's the one with the Rock that came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, crazy but yeah if you i mean even if you just look at the trailer for that one you talk about some bad special effects girl these special (laughs) effects from the scorpion king right scorpion king is over is like 21 years old now right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the mummy is almost 30 it's closer to 30. it looks better
1: Mm. okay yeah, kinda like when I was watching the mummy, um, I just let it play and the mummy returns has started. Oh, so yeah. yeah, so I got I got the whole beginning part mm-hmm. of that and then I just turned it off. So I got all the <laughs> I got all the rock. And yeah, that wasn't the that wasn't the best. And his wig was terrible. Yeah, that was a really bad
0: wig. <laughs> the wigetry at the time was primitive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just, I mean, of course, we're, again, we're looking at it in 2023 eyes, but it just looked like they didn't even try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, they just hit up Tyler Perry and was like, let me see one of your wigs. You ain't work, ain't working Woo! in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
0: But it, it, it was even like a really big success, like in, VHS and DVD sales right mm-hmm. they got like seven million units on VHS and a million on DVD so it makes it like the best live action VHS and second best-selling DVD collection behind the matrix oh. and the matrix actually only came out the next year right yeah. they had a total of a billion at home video sales
1: wow
0: oh well yeah so yeah
1: okay mm-hmm Yeah, yeah, they made their money hand over fist. They really did.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. So for me, really love this movie. I could see how I really love that they didn't have Rachel Weisz's um, damsel in distress. Yeah, Um, yeah,
1: I, I like that as well. And she did rise to the occasion because she did seem extremely just book smart, no street smarts at all initially but she did definitely good. she did definitely rise to the occasion so that was cool.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's go over our rating system, Shelly. Oh.
1: All right. So the rating system is 1 Movie real trash AF, 2 it exists, 3 entertaining, 4 great, 5 a true classic. Mm-hmm. So,
0: what say you, Maria? I think I'm going to give it a 5. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And uh It was kind of an underdog film when it was being put together, Mm -hmm. right? They were betting a lot on this, right? Because Baby City had failed. I mean, they put $50 to special effects alone, right? Right, right. Um, Casting people who were, you know, in things, but not really A-listers, right? Not people Mm -hmm. who might choose to open up a movie like they would today, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And even at the time, I found it surprisingly good. And, and even now, you're like, oh, this is good. <laughs> like, even though it wasn't, you know, it, mm-hmm. you wanted to be more serious or whatever. It's like, no, this is still, like, really solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's hard to say for a lot of films. So, uh, and then true. also with the aftermarket sales over a billion, and then all the spinoffs it produced, like, mm-hmm. this movie was in people's wallets and minds for a long time. Yeah. So even now, like, um, oh, uh, you know, one of my favorite reactors on YouTube. His name is Ch- Chuzus, or that's how he spells it: C-H-U-U-Z-U-S. Okay, All right. Uh, he, he. I think I may have sent this to you, uh, um, but he did a reaction for the Mummy, and he mm-hmm. <laughs> he loved it a lot. Uh, also, he's like everybody's so attracted, <laughs> and they are. Everybody's like super into yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah,
1: they are. <laughs> I. Didn't even think about that till you just said it. Uh, but yeah, they are. It's not one unattractive person,
0: right? So, <laughs> so I love that we get introduced to Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz. They have, you know, their chemistry is awesome. Um, the story is engaging. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's 30 of years since the special effects, but some of them still look really great. Yeah, um, it's still entertaining. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely. Talk to any pretty much anybody about this movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's why I give it a five. Okay. What about you? What would you give it?
1: Um, I would give it three and a half.
0: Three and a half,
1: yeah, three and a half, yeah, because I do um acknowledge and appreciate what it did,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Um, and it was entertaining, you know. Um, and surprise, and it surprised me, you mm-hmm. know, again, with the whole casting of Brendan Fraser. Like that he was surprisingly very well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it worked out. You know, so um and it was it was entertaining. Um kept kept me um, watching it the whole time. Yeah. You
0: know? yeah. So yeah.
1: and um they they banked a lot on those special effects, but I can also see why they would bank a lot on those special effects because we're coming off of Titanic you know what I mean and we see what Titanic did
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know so I can definitely see why they were like okay we're gonna bank heavily on these special effects this is what people want to see mm-hmm. you know and it's so I can definitely see that
0: release, releasing around the same time that the Matrix is being made and mm-hmm. the special effects that were included in that were like you know so it's right. kind of, it's in that timeline of the, like these special effects really really popping off
1: exactly exactly and plus and plus you know i'm sure there was a whole lot of talk about what they were doing on the matrix you know what i mean oh yeah yeah because the matrix was cultures cultural shifting
0: oh reset completely
1: you know so yeah so i can definitely see why they was like okay this is a safe bet
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, mm-hmm. so and it, and it worked out tremendously yeah. for them. So,
0: yeah, so a lot of really good insight into future things that were coming down the pipeline that helped make the Mummy the movie that it is.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, okay. So that Where's is the Mummy. mummy. Like um, oh,
0: all right. So,
1: um, for... what are you
0: choosing for me, Lindsay? What are we? What are, what am I watching?
1: Um, have you seen Juice?
0: I don't think I have.
1: Okay, good. Um, let me double check. Because I have it that is on Paramount Plus. But let me double check.
0: Did you know they like to move them. Right, exactly. So. Okay, let's
1: see. And it's no longer on Paramount Plus. So let me... Let me go go see
0: where it's at. Watch. It says it's on prime time, which I've never heard of. Mm. It's on Hulu, too, but. It's a premium subscription. What? Yeah. And so, when I when I'm looking at it on YouTube, it says Prime Time subscription, which I was like, "What the heck is Prime Time?"
1: Yeah, I don't know what Prime Time is either. Oh, Paramount um,
0: Plus. Okay. Cool. It's still saying Paramount Plus. Well, when I clicked on the thing for Primetime,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's see. Amazon. Sign in.
0: Oh, hold on. So tell me why you're choosing Juice. Well,
1: Juice right now um, is because of Tupac. Because, you know, they have that um, documentary, um, Dear Mama, that's on FX right now. Mm -hmm. And the documentary is about um, Tupac and his mama, Phoenix Shakur. And I've been watching it, and it's really good. Yeah. Like, I was telling um, a coworker about it, and I was just like, you know, it's wild that we have heard Tupac's story a million and one times and every time mm-hmm. it's still interesting. They're still telling us new stuff. Like it and it's just like awesome. So that's the reason why I'm
0: trying to pick juice. <laughs> so uh um, got, got him on the brain. Got Tupac on the brain, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, they only want you to rent it. So now
0: did you ever see the movie with uh, about Tupac and uh, Biggie's assassinations? And it's try- they're trying to figure out who did it. And it stars Forrest Whitaker and um. oh gosh, what's his name? Oh gosh, Forrest Whitaker um, and the
1: guy? Bo King Woodbine?
0: No. How I was gonna say uh, That was a TV show. No, no, no. Forrest Whitaker and what's his name from The Pirates? In the Caribbean. Mm. You know, Jack Sparrow.
1: Oh, Johnny Depp.
0: Johnny Depp. So it stars Forrest Whitaker and Johnny Depp. And it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: <laughs> and they're trying to solve both.
0: Right. They're trying to, fault, fault, trying to find out who set it up, blah, blah, blah all that kind of stuff. And mm. it's bad. I actually went to a test screening for it. Mm-hmm. And they had us fill out a survey and stuff like that, and it was—I was just like, this movie's awful oh, <laughs> to the wow. point where they released it extremely limitedly. It was not really like there wasn't really any advertising for it, like. Mm. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So I can't seem to yeah. find juice. So what's your what's your? No, we can't find
1: juice. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. All right, um. Let's see. What other... Oh, um... I just saw it. Okay. Poetic Justice. Have you seen Poetic Justice? I have. You have? Okay. So, no Poetic Justice. Um... What other movie? Gang-related? Have you seen Gang-related? Gang-related? I don't think so. It's another, um... It's another Tupac movie. Um... It's gotta
0: be Tupac, huh?
1: I'm trying to stick with the theme. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: they are saying that this is on Tubi. Tubi, yes. Yeah. No, I have not seen this. I don't think I've ever heard of this.
1: Yeah, it came out after he died. Um
0: ah.
1: but yeah, it is actually on
0: Tubi. Yeah, we um, be gang related.
1: Yeah. And then
0: um, let me see about gridlock. So, the movie that I was talking about with Forrest Whitaker uh, is called uh, City of Lies. Mm, okay. okay. Okay, so
1: either gang related or gridlocked. You could be a little more fun. Yeah, because gridlocked is on stars.
0: Let's do gang related. Gang related? Okay. No.
1: Oh, right. So gay related is and this one has um, Belushi in it. Oh, okay. Uh, Which one? I can't remember. One of the Belushi brothers. James Belushi. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right, so we'll be doing that next time. Uh, But before we go, I'm going to let you know where you can find us.
1: Yes, so um, you can find me at um, l underscore Rennell on all social media, and then also my other podcast, uh, The Issue We Talk, and that's available wherever um, you listen to podcasts. And
0: so what can, about you? Oh, you can find me all over the internet. If it's social media thing, you want to look for me, just type in Valor More Dollars. That's V A L A R M O R Dollars, and I'll be there. So, usually Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, something like that. Um, I'm also on a podcast called Nerdgasm Noir, where we talk It's five Black women talking about nerdy and geeky things. So, come by, have a good time, geek out with us, join our Discord, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Oh, (laughs) and I'm just now noticing I didn't change my name from when we filmed the issue talk yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, so next week, the same time, same channel, we will be reviewing gang related. Well, I mean, it is Mother's Day next week. Oh, um, yep. So, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. So, in two weeks, in two weeks, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks, is it Memorial Day? <laughs> no, no, Memorial Day's at the end. Okay. The end of a month.
0: So. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, so, actually, yeah. well, Mother's Day is
1: what on the twenty first? No, the fourteenth. The fourteenth. And then okay, the twenty first, okay. we're free. And then um, yeah. the twenty eighth will be Memorial Day weekend.
0: Okay, so we'll be back on the twenty first.
1: Yes, the twenty first.
0: Yes. See oh, y'all then. Yeah. Watch gang related and join us in the comments. Leave a review. Leave a suggestion of what we should watch. We'll be happy to interact with you guys. All right. Sounds good. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.